Welcome to The Brand Standard, a podcast that takes the BS out of branding. 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 You'll hear talks on the ins and outs of branding, the must-knows of the branding journey, and overall straight talk about what to expect during the branding process. I'm your host, Chelsea Collins. Let's get started. Hello to all of you who are tuning in. I am back with another unpopular opinion because this month is all about the unpopular opinions in branding. In this episode, I am going to talk to you all about your color palette. But what I should say is your ideal client's color palette because your color palette is chosen by your ideal client, not you. I know it's a crazy thought, right? But it's true. As much as you love a certain color palette, unless it will attract your ideal client, you really shouldn't use it. Color psychology is a real science used in branding. All colors have certain representations and each of them affect how we act and feel subconsciously. Some examples would be the color red can represent getting someone's attention or courage. Blue can represent trust, honesty, and wisdom. Yellow can represent happiness, positivity, and even opportunity. The colors you choose will be determined by the research you do on your ideal client and what colors they relate and gravitate towards. In order to talk about a branded color palette in the easiest way possible, let's go through a few scenarios to talk this one out. So first scenario, let's say you are a small business owner of a candle and crystal shop. And your ideal clients are women ages 25 to 60 years old who like or love crystals and use their properties that each contain during their day in various ways. They love nice smelling candles and scented pouches to fill their home, office, and even their car. These women also take part in meditation and or yoga, and they are all about inner peace and calmness as well as their health and well-being. Upon doing research, you could say that your ideal client would gravitate towards more of the softer color combinations of blues, purples, and maybe even teal green. These colors promote a tranquil setting, which is what your ideal client is wanting to achieve based off of their activities, such as yoga and meditation. Another route you could take could be to keep it monochromatic and just use black and white or minimal color assets for your branding and just let the colors of the crystals and rocks speak for themselves. Whichever color route you choose for this scenario, as long as you choose based on your research, then you will attract your ideal client to your shop. Second scenario. Here's another one for you. This time, you are a small business owner of a barber or a salon. This barber salon is a higher end than a normal one. Your ideal clients are men who take their grooming to the next level. Your ideal client is a man who needs a haircut, a beard trim, and a line shave to be done all under one roof. One-stop shop. You give them a one-stop shop to handle all of their grooming needs. You cater to men of all ages above 21. And the reason for this is because you create an experience for them the moment they walk in the door. This experience starts in the waiting area where they can enjoy an energy drink, a beer, 
wine, champagne, a soda while they wait for their hairstylist. Now, because this business is on the higher end of the spectrum, when thinking about your color palette, you'll want to include rich color tones. Pairing black and browns or charcoal and browns would be good options. Wood elements and maybe even metallics such as bronze or gold would add that high-end feel to it. Okay, last scenario. I think this is probably like my favorite one too. So you are a small business owner of a tattoo shop. Your ideal clients are women who are 18 and older who want to go to a shop that's owned and ran by women. This tattoo shop is only marketed towards women. Now, I have never seen this concept done before, but I think it would be a really cool concept. So obviously, if a couple came into the shop, the guy wouldn't be turned away, but this shop would be all about girl power and the marketing would be geared towards women as well as the decor. When it comes to the color palette, there are a lot of different color combinations you could go with. So in this case, you could make it easier by creating a theme for the branding. Let's say for this scenario, this tattoo shop is going to be themed as vintage pinup ladies. The color palette then would be of muted tones of blues, reds, greens, etc. There would be browns or grays for the vintage look and feel. Now again, for this one, black and white could be for the logo with a vintage font and then the branding and design of the shop to have all the vintage elements as well as the colors. I'm quite excited about this one. So if anyone who is listening, you should come up with this concept and then let me know what you choose as a theme for your branding. Or if you know of a tattoo shop like this, tell me all about it so I can go and check it out. I am overdue for a tattoo. As you can gather from these three scenarios, your color palette is pretty much out of your hands. Your color palette is actually in the hands of your ideal client because you want your ideal client to buy from you or work from you. Therefore, you are going to do everything to gravitate them towards your brand and essentially your business. One of those gravitational factors is indeed your color palette, which is paired with your logo and branding. However, when it comes to your logo, depending on your color palette, you can always keep it black and white if you feel it would be better to do so. Your color palette doesn't always need to be used in your logo. But as far as your branding goes, your color palette should be seen throughout your entire brand. The most successful brands and businesses are those that do the research for their branded color palette. It's not only what your ideal client gravitates towards, but also what the color represents in society. Colors can also represent many things. So depending on your industry, you'll want to choose appropriately. So here are some examples. If you were to choose a green color, let's say specifically a Kelly green, which is a darker green, then your business should be in the environment, the banking, real estate, farming, or nonprofit industry to receive the best results when using this color. The reason for this is that the emotion this color gives off and what this color is used to stimulate, and that is to relax, balance, revitalize, and encourage people by making them feel safe, harmonious, and stable. Okay, so let's say you wanted to use a darker blue, like a royal blue. The color blue is actually stated to be the favorite color of most humans worldwide. I know my son falls into this category. I myself love the color blue as well. The reason is that the color blue, like royal blue, is used to reduce stress, 
create calmness, feel relaxed, feel secure, and create order. It makes people trust, feel responsible, honesty, loyalty, and inner security. You'll find Royal Blue used in industries like security, finance, technology, healthcare, and accounting. Now, I know that certain colors ignite certain emotions whenever I see them. When I see dark purple, I think of royalty or sophistication. And Cadbury, which is a chocolate company based in the UK, uses this color. It To me, it's spot on because the royal family is in England. When I see the color red, I usually think of medical or humanitarian businesses. When I see the color green, I either think farming or environment. I also think of finance because when you grow, you're in the green and also the color of money is green. (laughs) See, that last one could be a conflict because most banks have the color blue in their brand because it ignites trust and honesty. Like I stated before, that would be where your research comes in. Do you think your ideal client would gravitate towards green because it's a literal color of money? Or would they gravitate towards a color that promotes trust and honesty? I personally would go with the blue just because of what it promotes, the trust and honesty. I wouldn't very much go with the literal sense of the color. When it comes to the color palette, there are a lot of different factors to keep in mind when choosing that color or colors to represent your brand and business. You want to make sure you know the kind of emotion you want people to experience and to use a color that will make the most sense for your ideal client. Doing your research will give you that better understanding of what color palette would suit your ideal client. So at the end of this episode, the unpopular opinion is that your color palette is decided on by your ideal client and the research of them, not necessarily about what you like. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. If you haven't picked up my branding starter kit yet, be sure to check it out at www.8designstudio.com slash get the kit. www.double, the number eight, design, D-E-S-I-G-N, studio, S-T-U-D-I-O.com slash get the kit or find it below in the show notes. It has everything that you need to know when starting on your branding journey, and it is jam-packed with all the information you could ever need. Have a great rest of your week, and tune in next Wednesday for the next Unpopular Opinion. I will talk to you then. Have a great day. Thank you.